Okay, so thank you so much again, Tamuda, for taking the time to come on my show and chat with me about your story and your experience. I really appreciate it. Thanks for having me, Boykanya. Uh, it's an honor actually to be here and for people to be, you know, realizing that uh, the impact that we're making and really being called to such platforms to share my story. It's an honor, really. Yeah, thank you so much. So my my first question for you is, could you explain to the audience a bit more as to who you are and what is your story? So in other words, who is uh, Tamuda Chimanda and how did he get from you know, being a child to, to being where you are now? Oh, interesting. It's, it's, you know, really hard to condense the whole couple of decades journey to, I don't know, you want me to speak for two minutes? But let's see. <laughs> as uh, long as, long as or as, as quickly as you want to, it's up to you. <laughs> for sure. Mm. My name is Tamuda once again. And um, when I was a little child, it's the little things that my mom would always say, hey, do not break that remote. Do not open that calculator that made my childhood. I used to be that notorious kid who would break things in the house <laughs> from appliances to anything really that I saw moving and was breakable. Mm. I would make sure to break it. So she <laughs> used to buy me cars, toy cars sometimes, mm. but they would only last for a day because I was more interested in whatever that was happening inside more than just seeing it move, right? Mm. So she stopped buying me cars. And that's when I started to break things that were in the house that she actually loved. So she would beat me really bad for doing that, but I actually never stopped. And uh, weird enough, when she passed on a couple of years ago, um, I was broken, I promise. But the flip side, right, got to look at the positives, was that I could now, you know, break things without being bitten. And I, the one time broke my... My dad's radio, it was his favorite piece in the house. And I really thought I was going to get beaten when he got back from work that night. He never used to beat people unless it was that extreme. So I thought I had done, you know, the the most, most extreme. The extreme, I yeah. Yes, I was waiting for it. But uh, what followed after when he came was a whole one hour long lecture. Right, he told me a lot of reasons why I should not be doing what I'm doing, and from all of the things he said, one thing that really captured me was this question: that uh, if Mom was here today, would she be happy with what I'm doing? And he sort of prompted me that instead of being a breaker, why don't I be a maker and be the one to you know build things instead of making things? So that's when I started building and making things, and. Uh, 20 years later, I'm still just building stuff and I owe it to my dad for that lecture. Uh, so yeah, I, I build stuff. I am in love with robotics, computer engineering. I'm currently studying electrical and computer engineering at the University of Rochester here in New York. And so from that breaking, I moved on to being a maker and uh, called to be a part of the my school's robotics club in primary school. We won the national competitions at that time. Okay. Uh, really wow. wonderful memories. And uh, from then on, I was called to be a part of the national robotics team for Zimbabwe. And I was chosen amongst the five uh, most passionate to 
uh, represent the country at the Robotics Olympics held in Mexico. And it was really a great experience, eye-opening. We can talk about that later. And moved on to the African Leadership Academy where I, you know, sort of got my eyes even more opened and uh, got to meet a whole new bunch of people that would then transform my life even further. And here I am now uh, at the University of Rochester, uh, advancing my passion and career in electrical and computer engineering with a minor in business finance. Mm. Yeah, no, wow, that's that's such an incredible story. And it's really cool to hear like how you you kind of managed to take something that was viewed as negative and and reveal like the deeper thing of like wanting to make things and wanting to create things and like understand how they work and how that's linked to the rest of your life. So that's that's really cool. Yeah, for sure, for sure. And like I said, I owe it to my dad. And I mean, if I had not broken his radio, I I, I might not even be here today. <laughs> yeah. So could you could you tell us more about some of the, the the businesses that you founded and how that sort of came about? Yeah, for sure. So I mean, life of being a maker, right? It's always uh, it means seeing opportunities when there are problems, right? What everybody else might be seeing as a problem. I had to learn to view an opportunity and not just view an opportunity, but build a solution and commercialize it. Yeah. Right. So I have gone from uh, starting the silliest of businesses, which failed. Um, but from each of those experiences, I picked a couple of lessons and I am still learning and still growing from, from, from those. I, co-founded Gleam of Virtual Reality. It's a virtual reality consultancy company where we are trying to bring access to uh, VR and AR in Africa, right? Uh, it's bringing those emerging technologies to people that might not have access to, to, to those kinds of technologies, uh, be it in education. We want you to learn in a more, much more immersive way, right? You are sort of experiencing what you're learning. If it's in... Um, what else? Tourism, for example, which was really affected by the pandemic. We wanted to allow people to travel without actually traveling. Mm. So imagine coming to Victoria Falls. I'm not sure if you know about Victoria Falls. It's uh, one of the uh, seven wonders of the world. Really yeah. beautiful things about where we wanted you from wherever you are from to be able to go to Victoria Falls and experience Victoria Falls as if you're there without actually being there mm. in, while in the pandemic. And also for people that do not cannot afford to to be going to these places just for leisure and tourism you know you can't uh, call yourself Zimbabwean if you've not been uh, to Victoria Falls like it's it's we can't you know as a, as a Zimbabwean you are just supposed to know more about your country right yeah. so want to give you that opportunity without you know without we don't actually have to take you to Victoria Falls, yeah. but we show you and uh, let you feel how it feels to be there without actually being there. So that was one. That's Glimmer Virtual Reality. And um, the other one is uh, Dot. Uh, Dot is a fintech startup that's aimed to allow students to 
uh, transact with ease effortlessly and in a using a much more user-friendly platform, right? We are building much more of a PayPal for African students, mm. right? It, this is a problem I experienced personally where I could not open an international bank account. I, being a gamer, I could not transact. I could not complete in-app purchases, you know, playing these games, you have to buy some currencies and some yeah. things in the game. You can't do that if you do not have an international card. So I met my partner at African Leadership Academy and he also experienced the same problem coming from Nigeria. And we uh, started DOT uh, on campus and we sort of ran a simulation. And so it's from uh, launching the startup and serving our first customers. That was the most satisfying experience ever, I promise. Mm. Having a paying customer and actually realizing that you're solving a real problem, right? Because before then, we'll be hypothesizing and, you know, coming up with all these scenarios, yeah. much of them fake or not true but you know we can only learn so much once we start operating and it's it has really served as my microcosmic introduction to the world of interdisciplinary business so uh he is here in the u.s as well uh, mm. he's at uh, university of lehigh it's quite hard to balance between school and and uh, and the startup but we are we're trying our best. We are hoping to grow it into your unicorn in the next couple of years. Mm. Yeah. Yeah, I know that's it's it's incredible to hear the the kind of things that you guys have been able to to explore and to do. So so you've kind of mentioned your your roots in in being uh going from a breaker to a maker and i'm assuming that's kind of how your 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 passion for for technology developed but sort of how did you discover uh, a passion for entrepreneurship i'm assuming it had to do with uh going to african leadership academy yeah for sure um african leadership academy really made it develop even further right because before then I would come up with these amazing ideas uh, when I'm showering, when I'm just walking around. Mm. I could just think of building the next uh, Google or uh, Tesla. But I had no idea exactly how I could do that. You know, I just thought, yeah, it's crazy. They are just exceptional people that can do that. We are really quite far from it. And uh, yeah, it's just dreams, right? But um, going to the African Leadership Academy and being exposed to their curriculum really opened me up to a world of new possibilities and really made me realize that, you know, all these things are possible, right? I just have to put myself out there and uh, everyone that's doing those things is not even, uh, they do not have superpowers. They, yeah. they have, I mean, it's, you just have to give it a try. Uh, chances are you're going to fail but it's those that do not give up that actually uh, make it out there, right? Yeah. And what actually means doing odd things, right? So uh, doing odd things is equivalent to doing hard things. So we are we are out there but trying to build a fintech startup and we have no prior experience to um, economics or we do not have master's degrees in, uh, in finance, yeah. right? We are attempting to solve a hard problem. So... Yeah, it's just a bunch of uh, odd, weird kids uh, attempting to do the impossible. So African African Leadership Academy really uh, taught me that I can do and achieve whatever I set myself out for. And 
as long as I believe. And, you know, with the resources and the network and the limitless opportunities that they offered for me to learn and uh, to fail and to just be able to do what I love. Uh, yeah. So I, I, I guess that's what made me grow as an entrepreneur and really develop this passion. Yeah. Yeah, no, that's that's really interesting to hear. I, I figured that, you know, being in that space with those people it and, you know, learning how to take risks and explore things, even if you don't know much about them, was uh, really important in developing that passion. Yeah, for sure, for sure. And there's it's a whole subject actually called uh, entrepreneurial leadership. Mm. You're taught how to, how to be a leader in your field, how to solutions how to take calculated risks as you said so we spent the whole time there uh launching startups failing and learning going to class to reflect on what worked what didn't work what can we do better and brainstorming it's really uh it transformed me i promise mm. yeah no it definitely sounds like an incredible experience so uh, I understand that you are currently at the University of Rochester, as you mentioned, and you are learning more about finance and business management. So why did you think it was important for you to further your education as someone who is, you know, already starting to, to build businesses? Well, one of my mentors the one time told me that before you can introduce your own game you have to play the game that exists this just means that i could only get so far with my journey as an entrepreneur if i did not have the certain qualifications that would sort of allow me to interact with people from uh from different platforms right i could only get to certain levels without you know an mba or something Right. So furthering my education is just to get the necessary documentation that they need. Right. But really, uh, I am not the most passionate person about theory and school, but I just have to, you know, uh, go through this. But as well, it's 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 the networking, right? Uh, meeting people that are even um, more amazing people that have done crazier things and learning how, how they did what they did mm. and collaborating with these people. And, you know, it's, it's some of those people are going to end up as, as partners in some of these businesses, which is great and amazing professors and the opportunities as well. Right. Mm. So it's a ton of opportunities to learn um, because <laughs> I often uh, share this with my partner that one thing that makes us a threat as we're building dots is not that we are the best at what we do, but because we we learn, we are never the same as mm. we were yesterday, right? So it's that uh, mantra of continuous learning and continuous improvement that I am here furthering my education and trying to you know pick up on anything that can allow me to build even better stuff. Yeah. Yeah, no, it's 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 really interesting to hear how you've kind of been able to 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 do that and you really utilize the the space of studying at a university. For sure, yeah. Yeah. And you know, you also mentioned that uh, you know, studying and, you know, 
running these kind of uh, businesses has been quite a uh, a challenge. So, like, what are some of the things that uh, you have done or like are trying to do to 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 cope with that difficulty? Uh, to be honest with you, I am still struggling with that. I am uh, still looking for the best way to you know balance. If you've got any advice, I'll be really grateful. <laughs> but uh, yeah, I guess the most important skill uh, in this case would be discipline. Really, uh, being able to you know, uh, balance out and plan out your things well and follow your routine religiously because it's it's very easy to, there's a lot going on at any particular moment. There's, yeah. Then you're getting invites to attend this event, this party. Uh, I don't know, have a chart, be a part of a game or just join someone else's building something different. So it's, the ability to discern between what is worth your time, uh, what should you prioritize, and uh, what should you be working on, and for for the things that you're working on, it's being able to 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 plan it out well because we all have just twenty four hours, right? So how can we uh, put yeah. it all in twenty four hours while also getting enough time to rest and enough time to, you know, connect with other people? So. I guess uh, it's 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 something I'm still trying to work on, uh, you know, just to be disciplined enough and to protect my time, and while also watching out for my mental health, of course. Mm. Yeah. No. Absolutely. And you know, I can say uh, I I have similar struggles as well uh, as someone. I'm actually doing a degree in uh, mechatronics. I'm doing my first year, so I'm actually. Crazy. Pretty similar, yeah. <laughs> I can imagine, I can imagine. Yeah, so, uh, you know, just doing this as well, it has been uh, challenging, but I think also just because it's so fulfilling, uh, it makes it easier to kind of motivate me to figure things out. For sure, for sure. And they say that, you know, if 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 you're doing something that you love, it's not really work, right? It suddenly yeah. becomes hobby so it's 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 important to you know fill up the schedule with things that we actually love doing and you don't really feel it to be honest it it if you are just showing it to someone out there it looks like wow that's really that must be a really hectic schedule right and uh, mm. it must take a lot of brain power but because it's it's internal it's in the core it's it's what i love to do it does not really feel like work but it's just, you know, it's just having fun the whole time. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. It's like, it, it might look like more work, but it actually helps you to, to, to cope with the other things that you have to do. Exactly. You've got yeah. that. Yeah. 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 No, that's definitely been my, my experience so far. That's great. And uh, I'm glad that you are, you're finding a way through it. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, what what made you decide to study uh, overseas, and you know why why do you think that so many successful entrepreneurs in Africa have you know not only studied at, at tertiary level but a lot of them seem to study in places like America. Well, a, a lot of people, I guess, would see this as running away from home, uh, but for me, this is preparing myself to make better impact back at home right so if we're talking about the opportunities 
Nara here and uh, the people. There's a lot of high-impact people that you have uh, access to that you can learn from, uh, people that have built the, the biggest uh, tech companies uh, that are out there, right? It's being close to that network, being a part of their circle and uh, connecting with these high-impact people such that we can learn as much as we can, gather as much as we can so that we can bring it all back home, right? So five years from now, um, I'm looking at, you know, knowing all these uh, high-impact people that would be instrumental as we build DOT such that by the time we are really scaling this into a, a, Pan a Pan-African product, we, we have all we need we have all the resources we have all the support that we need to just sort of guarantee our our success so it's it's mainly for the opportunities and the people and the lessons that we we learn here because here it's it's much more of a for fast life um things are going on very quickly and uh, they're adapting to new technologies every single day so mm -hmm. We pick up on those trends. Uh, my goal really is to bring us access back home. So whatever it is, I feel would be important for uh, an average boy and girl back in Harare. I really want to bring it back. So I guess it's 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 for for that reason mainly that I am here uh, to to just get access to the opportunities and the high high level education, which just set me up for what I'm planning to build. Mm. Yeah, no, I think that that definitely makes a lot of sense, you know, being able to get not only uh, knowledge at a, at a different level, but also the networking and just learning about the way things are done, uh, even outside of a classroom. Yeah. I think that's, that's a really important thing that people, that you can bring back and that other people have done before. For sure. And uh Yes, one thing that I just picked on while you're speaking is uh, uh, back in my country, uh, the education system focuses mainly on on theory, right? On just uh, reading and passing an exam. Yeah. Right. Uh, it's it's uh, just focusing on things that are out of the world, uh, things that do not really help you out in the world, that do not help you to be a real player in this kind of field. So um, it's, it's one thing I also came for. It's, you know, being able to get your hands dirty, right? To, to be out there, to actually be uh, touching and moving objects, right? Moving pieces and making things happen, learning how to, to actually get things done, how to execute, right? Because it's one thing to, to read a textbook. It's another, to, it's another thing to actually know how to, you know, to complete whatever it is that you are learning in the textbook. So yeah, uh, we are focusing on the practicality of things here is actually the other thing that drew me. Mm. Yeah, no, that, that definitely makes a lot of sense. So for you, uh, what, what do you think has been sort of the most fun or exciting or fulfilling part of your journey? I know you mentioned uh, the, having your first customer was a big one for you. So what were some of Well, it's, it's getting to meet other like-minded people. Mm. Uh, my partner who shares the exact same problem and is from a different part of the world, West Africa, Southern Africa. 
it just blew me that you know we are all interconnected we are going through the same things and also meeting the totally different people that are no uh nowhere close to being like me right they have totally different experiences they uh think way different uh, way differently from me and it's it's just amazing to to be learning about all these new people and just finding out how you know how exactly things are working from different parts of the world how diverse the world actually is because at times we're in a bubble right we just think everything is revolving around everything revolving around us is just yeah. how we need uh, people have different experiences people uh, have different stories so it's being able to listen to some of these amazing stories and being inspired and it's been one of the best uh, things there i i wish i could give a particular example but i cannot think of anything close to my hand right now oh no no that's perfect i think that 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 really makes sense yeah so uh again thank you so much um tamuda for for having this conversation with me before i i give you my last question uh where can people find you on social media and where can people find your your work for those who are listening and might be interested for sure it's it's just tamuda on instagram twitter whatever uh if you just search tamuda i think you'll find me and uh i am always looking forward to learning about uh what people are doing as well so if there's something they are working on i am always keen to learn and assist in whatever way i can and you know you always learn something from uh, wherever you interact with and i'm always looking forward to those experiences so please system with across media to mother chimanda linkedin instagram yeah yeah no and i'll be sure to to link all of those in the description for those who are interested sure Yeah so thank you so much Tamuda for for taking the time to have this conversation with me and I just have one last question for you that I like to ask every guest on my podcast and that is if you knew that every young african was listening to this episode right now what would you want to say to them that that's a hard question but uh drawing from my on jenny i would say do not let the environment you grow under the circumstances you 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 grow in that determine who you get to become in life right uh you can be who you ever whoever you want whoever you want to be in life you just have to put yourself out there uh, get out of the bubble get out of your comfort zone and make things happen get your hands dirty right move pieces uh that's how you learn mm. you can only learn so much from reading and theorizing and just planning uh the real experience you get from uh being in the field so i'd say get off the terraces whatever idea you have now start on it today do not take too much time planning just launch it as messy as it is right uh follow your heart that's our mantra for dot go after what you love right and do not let people critics uh stop you from from uh setting out uh, for uh, whatever you you want to be doing right uh it's you you owe it to to yourself and to your parents and the people that believe in you to to be successful 
right? The uh, same applies for me, right? So we have to put ourselves out there and really uh, challenge the status quo and prove them all wrong, right? Whoever is thinking that, no, you cannot do this, no, you cannot get that far, prove them wrong, right? And that's the most satisfying mm. thing. And uh, once you start achieving these things or really uh, making some kind of impact, it's satisfying. And once you get that momentum, suddenly you don't want to stop. You want to achieve more and more. And as you do that, you are impacting thousands and thousands of people. And it's it's that idea of impact that we get the satisfaction we want from. So, yeah, go for it uh, and do odd things, right? Do hard things, do odd things. Uh, because if it was that easy, everybody would be doing it, right? So it's, yeah. it's those that attempt to do odd things that really make a difference. So yeah, I guess if mm. you can take one thing from all that I've said, is just make things happen, move pieces, right? Uh, do not spend a lot of time theorizing and writing stuff on paper. It does not work. Mm. Brilliant. Perfect. Get out there and get your hands dirty. I think that's some some really incredible advice for for young people to follow. Tamuda, thank you so much uh, again for taking the time to have a conversation with me. It's been it's been really insightful and inspiring, and I know it's going to be so meaningful to to young people. So thank you so much. No, for sure. It's it's, it's an honor for me to be here more than anything. So thanks to you, Boykanyu, for uh, inviting me here. I actually have missed one of my classes. Uh, but it's all good. We'll catch up. Uh, impact comes first. <laughs> Thank you so much for listening to this episode. And I really hope that you enjoyed it and that it brought you tremendous value. If it did, please leave a rating for the podcast on whatever platform you use. Like, share, comment, subscribe, and follow us on social media at For the Future ZA. I would love to hear your thoughts on the podcast episode. Thank you so much and have a good one.